Today is all about performing under pressure. Hello everybody, this is Enzo. Welcome to episode 22 of season 2, all the twos of the Race Driver Coach Show. And we're dedicating this episode to performing under pressure. Now as you know, this is a skill, an ability, an attribute that I say is one of the most vital ones if you want to become a professional race driver. There's no point being quick in testing, being quick on free practice, but then it comes to qualifying in the race and you just don't deliver your potential. You can imagine, you're not going to get very far in motorsport if you can't be at your best in qualifying. If you can't be at your best when somebody's right behind you attacking you in the race and you crumble. Or you're starting on the uh, pole position or P2, front row, and you get nervous and you allow that to force you to underdrive due to what you're thinking about. Now this whole episode is going to be based around where the focus goes, the energy flows. It's an old saying, but basically, what you focus on is what you get. If you start to focus on why this situation is so pressureful, then you're going to stack up all these reasons and you're going to feel pressure. That is distracting. That's the kind of mindset that will force you to underdeliver. However, if you start to focus on the process, like we always say, and you focus on what needs to be done, no matter what craziness is going on around the outside, you're just executing on what needs to be done. You're more likely to get the best out of yourself and get the result that you really can achieve, that you deserve. Well, you always get the result you deserve, but the one you can really achieve, your potential. Now, this episode wasn't brought by, wasn't inspired by a question this time, even though I've got a lot of questions on this area. What really inspired me to talk about this for this week was the race weekend that we've just done. It was in Shanghai World Endurance Championship and I was coaching a driver that had just dropped the ball. Last time out, Fuji, they spun, hit the wall, DNF. Now if you're racing in a professional team and you crash on your own, whether it's the car's fault or not, really, it's still you at the wheel. You're a junior within a pro uh, lineup of drivers you're the one that's got to prove yourself. It's your first time in that kind of environment where you don't have to pay anymore, where the team selected you, and then you go and drop the ball. It hurts. It creates a kind of pressure that you've never, ever felt before. When you're paying the bill for a race team and you crash, yeah, it's rubbish. <laughs> you know, I shouldn't do that again, and uh, I'm sorry. It's all forgotten pretty quickly. But when you do it for a team that has selected you, and you know there's hundreds of drivers that they could have selected from, and they're thinking about that probably, then it's a whole new world. Now, then we. So that was the last time out. So it wasn't great. Lost a bit of time in the a uh, bit of um, ground in the championship when it looked it was all looking so great. He had to do some. Uh, Deep learning, obviously, over the two-week break. He brought back me as the coach, uh, which I've been coaching him distantly, but this time I had to be there, obviously, and the manager. So it was like his own little internal team, his own success team that have brought him, not brought him, but he's been with for so long. Cause it's all about him, really. Been with him so long and he's got to this level. We had to bring it back to basics. 
and say, come on, let's strip away all the distractions, focus on what you've got to do this weekend, not what happened last time or what we need to avoid, just what's got to be done, and let's just go with that. And that was the kind of speech I gave before he even touched the car. Let's bring this back down to the simple things that need to be done. Next corner, next corner, one corner at a time. Feel the car and let's just get carried away in the moment. Instead of worrying about the what ifs and if I screw up again, it's going to be the end. Don't worry about that. Let's just focus on what's got to be done in simple terms. And let me just tell you, he did free practice, which is pretty good did free practice on the Friday, but then didn't touch the car because he didn't qualify it until the Sunday race. Not only that, <laughs> it was raining again, like it was back in Fuji when he lost it. So it was kind of like a deja vu situation. I could not have written it better. I wanted everything to be similar again so he could beat this demon. So he could show that even though he's got these flashbacks of losing the car and hitting the wall, if you put him back in the same situation, can he really overcome what happened there and perform at his best? So, just to give you a bit more of the story, you're going towards the race weekend now, the car's at the front of the grid, near the front of the grid, and you're sat there, you know that you're going in from hour four till six, because it's a six hour race. Your other teammates are doing the first four hours between them and you do the last two. So it's still a bloody F1 race distance that you've got to do. Two hours each, pretty much. So the first driver goes out, spins on the outlap, going to the grid. And so does the teammate of the other car, the sister car. So it's like, oh my God, it is treacherous out there. Here's me with the gun against my head and I can see that the car is virtually undrivable. Lots of the LMP1 cars where it's not just ours. It's because it's wet and it's got a very harsh upshift and traction control system, so every time you upshift, it tries to spit you off. So that's what happened, they spun. So anyway, got round, started the race, have a safety car, then our teammate does virtually exactly the same as what my driver did last time out, spins and hits the wall. Luckily, the car limped back, it took them two laps pretty much to repair it, because it was a safety car, red flag and all this, and we got back into the race, two laps down. So he's like, oh my God, I can't believe, I just hope they cancel this race because it's too wet. And there's another red flag then. So we had two red flags because of the, the weather. So anyway, it gets to hour four and this is his time. This is his point. He's got to get in there and make sure that he doesn't repeat what he did last time. And he brings the car home in at least the position it's in. That's what the team would see it like. Just don't screw up. But what does he do? He goes out there and straight away he's on the pace. And then straight away after that, he's faster than most of all, all the other cars in the category. I mean, you've got Alonso and Button that are in this category. It's a serious amount of good drivers that are in there. And he's outperforming most of them. In fact, if you take the Toyotas away, because they've got hybrid and they've got much more technology and four-wheel drive in the wet and all that, out of all the other LMP1 cars, he was pretty much the best driver in my eyes. And the averages and the statistics say that as well. Couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was so proud of him because he didn't allow the pressure to get to him. He did exactly what we talked about and what he was dedicated on doing was just focusing on driving. One step at a time, living in the now. And he delivered a performance that pretty much I couldn't see anybody else doing. It was phenomenal. 
through the traffic, very good. He got hit by a, a GT car at one point, but still carried on. And it's like, man, that was amazing. And that's what I want for you. So I want to walk you through exactly what we did. I've pretty much mentioned it, but just take a few tips now because you're going to be in a situation, it could be a one-off test where you have to prove yourself. It could be qualifying. It could be when you're starting at the front. It could be just in the race in general. But I don't want you to let pressure be the thing that makes you falter because it's rubbish. It's a, it's a fictitious built-up thing in the mind. Because remember what we said at the beginning, where the focus goes, the energy flows. If you're focusing on, what if this doesn't go right? If you're focusing on, what will so-and-so, my dad or the team say, if I screw up? If you're focusing on what happened last time and giving that energy, and it was a negative experience, it's going to be brought into here, and it's going to cloud your vision. It's going to make you feel unconfident. You can't have that. Whenever you're in a pressable situation, I want you to do exactly what that driver did. Bring things back to basics. All you're doing is driving a car. All I've got to do is go around this track and execute on every apex, say. That's it. I've just got to do one corner at a time. Bring it into the absolute now and make sure you don't start to focus on what other drivers are doing. You don't focus on the lap time and have that as your number one priority. Instead, you just drive. And I want you to really execute this over the winter period. Train it. Go onto a simulator, get yourself into a pressurable situation, even you have to go to a simulator center and do head-to-head -head competition against other drivers. I want you to recreate pressurable situations and make sure that you train this muscle, this focus, this mental muscle of performing on demand. It's the number, it's one of the number one, one of the number one skills that I know that you must have if you want to succeed. And it's what I can see people doing. If you, you've got, like, the, like I said before, the Federer type philosophy of when the pressure's on, they're at their best. That's, what he, that's when he wakes up. He has the, the match point against him and he'll deliver the best shot you've seen the whole game. This is for you. This is what makes a champion. If you falter when the lights are on you, you've got no chance. So bring it all back. Focus on what you need to in order to get the best out of yourself. Where does your focus go? Have a look at the last few times that you've faltered under pressure. Start to see the kind of things or analyze the kind of things that you say to yourself. Where did your head go? So pick a moment now. Pick a moment when you really screwed up. Just because you let it get to you. You let the situation get to you. You'll ha it'll happen in normal life. It'll happen in the car. Think of one now. Then when you've, where you, when you've got it, this is where we dissect it. Because I bet you, what happened back then has happened a few times. You start to feel the temperature go up in your body, you start to fluster, but really, before that, you focused on something. You set the rules of how you're gonna look at this situation. You said, oh, X is gonna think of this, or oh, I can't screw up, I must be perfect. You've got this internal dialogue that comes along every time you're under pressure. And if you're the kind of person that lets pressure beat you, it will be a dialogue that is negative, that is kind of out of your control, that takes you to the past or the future, takes you away from the now. So I want to find out, I want you to find out what your current coding is to create pressure and under-deliver. Get to know it. Get to know it by, again, looking back at something that's happened, analyze what you were thinking about, what you were focusing on, how you were holding your body, was you like this? Was you scared? Or was you confident and focused on the now? No chance.
Once you get this down, you can start to see the pattern and you can start to flip it. That's what you train over winter. That's what you train throughout the season, is how, okay, instead of thinking if this goes wrong, let me just focus on something that's on the process and start to break that pattern and, and constantly do this in daily life. If you get something in life that you think, ah, oh, I can't do that because it might mean I fail, that's when you must do it. That's when you pick up your bloody confidence and you go and do it anyway and start to teach the brain that when the pressure's on, when you're in a risky situation, that you are resourceful. Please, I beg you now, that's all this episode's gonna be about, I want you to train this area. Once you can start to deliver on demand, you get the kind of confidence that no one else can break. They can try and put you under pressure, but that just wakes you up. That's your goal. I want you to share with me how you do this. Next time you get a situation, you go and talk to that person, you're like, no, I can't do because I'm too much pressure. That's when you've got to step up. The more you do this, the more you exercise the muscle of confidence, the more you can execute in the car and in your career. Please remember this. Where the focus goes, the energy flows.